Log Talk Radio. You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with host Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. It looks like I wasn't live there. I don't know why it's doing this. It goes live and then it goes back on hold. Sorry about that. Um, I'll start over. Hello and welcome to Trucking 101, Surviving Your First Year. This will not only help you survive, but thrive in your first year. Our mission is to find and pass along knowledge to new drivers that will make them the safest driver on the road and provide a firm stepping stone into a successful career. Our show is not just for new drivers, it is also an outlet for experienced drivers to share their knowledge. If you have a question, a comment, or a topic, press 1 and we will get you on the show. We'll talk about safety, managing your finances, living on the truck, hours of service, and compliance, or anything else you want to talk about. So uh, I believe this week is the second week of our new schedule. We're now recording every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So uh, those of you that are listening to the recording, that's a new time if you want to call in live. Uh, you can also go check out our Facebook page. You can like our page and ask questions there. It is one on Audio Road. So go check that out and give us a like. All right. So tonight's topic is all about the new year. Tonight's show is the first show of the new year, so we figured it would be a good time to talk about planning. So, okay, apparently I'm chopping in and out. I don't know if that's just uh, the particular person that's playing or it's me. There's nothing I can do about it, so hopefully this goes out okay. If anybody else is chopping in and out, um, Please let me know. Okay, but we're just going to move forward because there's nothing I can do about it. Making a plan for the future. Even as a company driver, you you need to have a plan. Even as a brand new driver, or even somebody that's thinking about becoming a driver, you haven't even become yet. You're just about it. It's very important to have a plan in any aspect. Of so. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. No matter what position you are in your career, potential driver, driver, experienced driver, you need to go into especially the year with a plan. <clears throat> Ask yourself, do I want to have fly by like all the others, having accomplished nothing, or do I want to make a plan and have a successful year accomplishing and moving or moving to my goals? Coming into the industry as a brand new driver, it is important to have a plan. You can put yourself on the fast in your career if you do. Plan your career, your money, and your personal goals. Listen to audio and take online courses. That's just the broad strokes of what we're going to go over to go over with tonight. So my uh, 
my co-host is going to be Russ Morgan. Hi, Russ. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. So, still sound choppy? Uh, yeah, you've been chopping in and out. Me and, uh, and Jason's even hearing it, too. So. Really? Uh, well, that's... Hopefully the recording comes yeah. through okay. I can't do anything about it. Yeah, hopefully the recording will go out. I don't know if you got we got an internet problem or what. No, I don't know. I'm using a cable uplink, so it should be fine. So I don't know. What it is. Sometimes the audio, like over the phone call, will come out choppy, but then the recording will will be fine. So I think we'll be okay. Hopefully so. Okay, so uh, tonight we're talking about making a plan for the future. I already said, no matter what position in life. Uh, you need to have a plan because, you know, you, you, you won't accomplish anything. Uh, you, you can't fake it until you make it, even though everybody likes to say that. It just, it doesn't happen. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, I'm coughing. Uh, yeah. See, I've got, I, yeah, I got a plan to retire to the, uh, to the bay boat. Is that, is, is that included in this? Yeah. I've... Yeah. Um, yeah, so I agree. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're not planning for the future out here, then you're, you know, you're spinning your wheels. I mean, it's just like anything we do on the truck. I mean, you, you know, you uh, trip plan your loads before you leave out with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pre-trip your truck. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's all part of planning. But yeah, I mean, you, you know, need to have some good goal settings out here and, uh, um, uh, and get educated. And we talk about, uh, well, I think it seems like we talk about this all the time. Um, but, you know, there's no excuse for not listening to books while we're driving down the road for 10 or 11 hours every day. You know, I go through uh, two to three books a week. Uh, I go through, uh, you know, something on, uh, something to further my education, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, a diet book, an exercise book, uh, a book on business, uh, goal setting, uh, Leadership management, whatever, and uh, I still like to throw a good novel in there every now and then because you know I mean I get to run it in the road and I'm like, okay, I've had enough of this for a while. Let me swap over and uh, and listen to something else. Right. You know, so there's no reason for for you not to you know continue learning out here, and uh, especially for these new company drivers. I mean, you may want to be where um, where we're at one of these days. You know, be an owner operator and be running a business. Uh, be running a small fleet, um, and you know it takes a you know a little bit of education and knowledge to you know to be able to do this out here. No. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about uh, what you have for 2017? Okay, yeah, I didn't hear you at all. Chopped out. Do you want to talk about what you have for 2017? What? Well, uh, yeah. Well. Actually, right now, I don't have uh, a whole lot planned for 2017. I, I, uh, we are hiring a new driver for 2017. <laughs> uh, we do have that uh, in the works, which is fixing to happen. Uh, and I have a plan uh, to uh, be lazy this year. And that's uh, and, and don't get me wrong, I have... Uh, um, the first part of 2016, I ran for six months straight. Um, and went home for a little, went home for a little while, 
did the CMC and what have you, came back out, ran like crazy until my ECMs got sold, and then I ran to the end of the year. Uh, I'm going to run the first three months like crazy uh, of this year, and then I'm going to hurt somebody uh, if they even try to get me out of my boat. But I'm going to uh, play a whole lot more this year. And not just myself, I'm going to spend a little time with family and so on and so forth. So I, I'm going to relax a little bit this year. But past that, I don't have a whole lot more plans, maybe put on another truck or something like that. Um, I, I think we have a meeting uh, scheduled on uh, uh, Monday, I believe, and we'll probably all discuss that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, that doesn't sound like a plan, but but it is. I mean, some people yeah. end up, uh, Bailey wants to be on the show. Everybody say hi, Bailey. Okay, that was Bailey. Hi, Bailey. <laughs> yeah, he's playing guard dog. Apparently, there's somebody outside. Okay. Bailey, we're trying to do a podcast. Thanks. He doesn't care. He does not care. Okay. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, so you were talking about being lazy and spending time with family and just not working a whole lot, but you're actually planning to do that. You're actually setting aside this year to take some time off and, you know, recharge your batteries. Some people end up doing that um, without even thinking about it. They should have worked yeah. this year. They needed to, but they ended up taking a bunch of time off because that's just how it went. But you're actually planning to do that. So it doesn't sound like a plan, yeah. but it is. Yeah, well, exactly, and I mean, it, it, it is a plan. Um, you know, I, I have run hard for the last couple of years, um, and I've kind of missed out on a few of the things that I like to do. And, uh, you know, fishing, hunting, uh, you know, rock crawling in the Jeeps, uh, you know, hanging out with my kids uh, and grandkids. Um, and uh, so, you know, I'm going to spend a little more time this year uh, – Doing that, hanging out with family, and, uh, uh, you know, they've been kind of neglected the last couple of years, and uh, uh, I've been threatened almost at gunpoint, so, I've, you know, uh, it's it's definitely a plan. Yep. Yeah, but, you know, as Kevin likes to say, you have done the hard work, so you can take the time off. You can't just take a year off without having done the hard work to set yourself up to do so. Right, exactly. And I'm not going to take the full year off, but I am, you know, I'm not going to get out and run like crazy like I have been. Uh, you know, we've been working at building this business, and um, you know, we're we're getting to where we're in a really good place. Uh, so, you know, I'll go out and I'll I'm, I'm probably going to run for a month, and then I may take a week or two off, and then I'll go back out and I'll run another month or so, and then I may take a week or two or three off. Uh, but I have decided I'm not going to kill myself again this year. Now, next year may be different, but yeah. this year, I'm, you know, uh, that's the plan is to, uh, you know, definitely slow down and, uh, and, and not run near as hard. Uh, and let's so. real quick why you're able to take so much time off this year. Number one, all your equipment is paid off. So you don't have any truck payments. Yes. Um, Number two, your trucks get great fuel mileage, so that helps with the expenses, so you don't have uh, that much to worry about. Number three, you are about to hire your second driver, so you're going to have two trucks on the road when you're out taking So you're still going to have income uh, when you're taking time off, and that's all a setup. 
I mean, it came from years of hard work, planning, and goal setting. You know, you you deserve to take all the time off because you've done work. Right. Exactly. And if you want to get technical, uh, that would be driver number four because, you know, the boss still does drive and I drive. So that's the way I look at it. Uh, uh, Yeah, you know what? We own the company, but, I mean, I'm a driver just like everybody else is, you know. Right. But you you are – yeah, you are correct. I have done the hard work. Uh, Becky and I have uh, busted our butt, uh, been on our operator since 2006, and – you know, we made some stupid mistakes. Uh, uh, you know, paid some stupid tax, uh, and uh, have finally built a, you know, a decent little business that uh, uh, runs well and uh, is profitable. And yeah. uh, you know, we're not getting wealthy out here, but we're making a really comfortable living. And uh, yeah. so, uh, I've paid my dues. It's time to play. Yep. And uh, Becky just take the whole year off Sherpa duties. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, Becky does what now? He said you can't take the whole year off. You have Sherpa duty. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, Sherpa duty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I will have a little Sherpa duty. Uh, but see, what she needs to do, see, she needs to get – her new business off the ground and making a fortune. See, so I can retire to the bay boat. See, now that sounds like the plan. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, a Sherpa is apparently what they call the people that follow the Ironman athletes around and, and, and around all their stuff. So Becky and I are going to be doing an Ironman. So uh, Russ is going to be one of our Sherpas. So that's just a term that they use for support crew for the Ironman athletes. Yeah, and I believe that actually came from the uh, – has something to do with Mount Everest. I think the guys that pack all the stuff up there for them, uh, when the guys that are climbing Mount Everest. That's where right. I actually first heard the term Sherpa from. Yeah. Right. So, uh, let's, so basically, let's, basically, I'm pack mule. Right. You're a pack mule. So uh, let's go back to um, the topic, making a future. Now, uh, you, as a fleet owner, you're in a different situation than our target audience, would, be, which would be uh, brand-new drivers. So, I right. mean, as a brand-new driver, um, you want to come in, like I said, and you want to have a plan. Uh, you need to think about what you want out of the trucking Because there's actually a lot of different avenues that you can go down other than just, you know, company driver to owner-operator. You could, you know, go into the the carrier as a driver, and you can actually work towards working in the office at the carrier. Uh, you know, dispatch, AC, uh, coordinator. There's a lot of, you know, different titles. Um, one group members at defense, he has done a bunch of. Stuff. He was uh, he was a training coordinator. He was a dispatcher, and uh, he had uh, I think he assigned trucks at one point. Uh, and he's out as a driver. So there's a couple of avenues. It's not just straight you know, company driver to owner, owner operator or, you know, company driver for the rest of your company. You have choices. So the kind of stuff that you want to think about when you come in. Do you talk to the carrier you're working for, talk, talk to other drivers, owner operators, you know, and find out. Because, you know, unfortunately, there's really a full 
education um, place for truck drivers. Now, uh, the people at Let's Truck, you know, Kevin and Lisa Rutherford and the whole Let's Truck team, trying to do that. That's why they're doing the podcast and the CMC and all that stuff. So this will be a central point for uh, a But if you have any questions about, you know, uh, career abilities, driver, going past the point, owner operator, and go to our Facebook page. Trucking 101 on Audio Road, and you can um, you can ask a question there, and we will we will find an answer for you. If we don't know it, we will find it out. Um, I let everybody know that we are with our screeners. Um, Becky is training right now, <laughs> so she's taking it off from call screening and she's doing some training. So if anybody have a question, comment. Go ahead and press one, and I'll call your area code. Uh, there's actually a couple people on now. Uh, question is, is whether it's a system. Actually, press one. So let's let's find out. Uh, call nine three one here. Oh, hello. Hey, do you have a question? Hey. Well, uh, I had a comment. Okay. Um, you guys are talking about. Uh, I've listened to your guys' show a couple times now. And uh, I figured I could call in and give a comment of a fairly new driver, but a little bit experienced. I've been now driving over the road for a little over two years. And um, some of the things that I've learned out here are are, are in, in terms of equipment that a new driver should have with him um, that I feel are very important are the two most important things are a, um, an atlas. Uh, a roadmap and learning how to read it uh, extremely vital because the GPSs and stuff will go down or are programmed wrong or something like that. And the second piece of equipment is a CD. Um, it's kind of a, a lot of people think that it's a technology that's outdated due to smartphones and everything like that, but. Uh, when you're isolated in your bubble of living in a region all the time, you usually don't think about not having cell service, but there's a lot of parts of the country that are extremely large that there's absolutely no cell service there. And a CB, in my opinion, can really help a new driver get in contact with a local driver or a veteran driver in that area that turn around and could help them maybe find a shipper or receiver or help them get out of a sticky situation when you're facing a road that you're not supposed to go down or anything like that. That's very true. That's an excellent point. Thanks for bringing that up. And, and a lot of guys turn around and the truck stops have CBs in them and stuff, but you don't need to buy, um, you know, when people think, well, I got to buy a CB, I need to go spend a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars on a CB of, you can go to places like Radio Shack or get online when you're at home on your home time and stuff, and they've got CBs that are as cheap as $30, $40. You don't need a, a, a big, expensive CB. All the trucks come pretty much factory equipped nowadays with uh, everything you need minus the radio and your mic. Of a $30, $40 CB will allow you to hear people saying if there's inclement weather further down the road or 
or accidents or you know, there's a there's a lot of uh, plus sides to all that. That's an excellent point. A seat can be a tool. So thank you very much for bringing that up, and thanks for listening. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Let me make a comment on the CB thing. Because, I, I mean, I agree with him now. Of course, yeah, you know I'm a ham radio operator. Um, but uh, now I do not have a CB in the truck, but I do have a ham rig that I can get over there on that with uh, and listen and so on and so forth. Um, and he does have a good point about a, a 30 or $40 CB is absolutely fine. Just if you don't know anything about it, go to a good radio shop and get them to set it up for you. Uh, make sure your SWRs uh, are down low. Get, like I said, you know, get them, get get one of them to put it in for you. That way, uh, if you need it, you know, it'll work to the best of its ability. Right. You can usually just drive in and they'll set it up for you. Sometimes they'll even do it for free. Uh, if you, yeah, if you buy it there, a lot of times they will. And like I said, he's absolutely right. I mean, uh, you don't need uh, one of the big expensive radios. Uh, to communicate, because, I mean, the, the CB was not meant to communicate uh, over extremely long distances, you know, uh, two, three, four miles. Um, so, but, yeah, at least, you know, make sure you've got a, a, a – what's more important than spending a lot of money on a, on a radio is a decent antenna. A decent antenna will outperform a good radio every time. Um, but, it, like I said, just have somebody who knows what they're doing, set it up for you, and if it starts acting funny, you know, by all means, swing it by the shop. I mean, it may, it may cost you 10 or 15 bucks, maybe 20 bucks, but, you know, let them fix it for you and, you know, keep it operating right. All right, well, let me ask you. Some people don't like these because they feel like they're isolated, but he brought up a point. You're in an area that doesn't have any cell service. So do you think, uh, I know you have a ham radio, okay, but if some have a CB or a ham radio or in a area and then help any other way that they could uh, find help? Okay, I, I, you chopped out on a lot of that. <laughs> you said, is there any other way to find help without uh, uh, radio. without a CB or ham radio? Yeah. Uh, smoke signals. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, um, there's still drivers that'll, that'll help you out here. Um, uh, I, I know in our trucks, uh, you know, it, most of these trucks now have our satellite track, have Qualcomm, stuff like that. You know, you can fire out a message. Uh, and matter of fact, I've had to do that. I've, I've been in an area where I've had absolutely no cell service, um, and no way to really communicate. And... Thank goodness I, you know, I did actually have the satellite uh, system in the truck, and I got a message to the company, and, of course, they got help to me on the side of the road. Um, and if you don't have one of the, uh, you know, Qualcomm's or uh, People's Net, I don't know, I can't name, name all of them that are out here, but if you don't have one of those uh, systems, um, you know, it never hurts to try, you know, try to flag somebody down, try to flag an officer down if you can. Uh, get the attention well, of another, you know, of another truck. Yeah. Well, that's you know that's something to think about. You know, as a brand new driver, uh, you're probably one of the big. So you probably do your time. But I, I drove by a driver who broke down on the side of the road, 
and it was um, oh what's that area in Mexico that three fifty one um shoot I can't name the town Roswell New Mexico thank you there's absolutely no signal there is no bomb signal there is no cell signal there is nothing so they were stuck on the side of the road uh, unless a tall drove by and they were able to drag them down they were just gonna sit there because apparently company has this policy or more but it was don't ask but their company has this policy information about their other trucks about trucks drivers because i actually gave the phone number i called in i told them what was going on and they said i'm sorry we can't do anything because our policy is not to to our trucks your drivers on the side of the road so i mean uh, you might want a CD or a ham radio if you're but it can happen. So it's something to think about. Yeah, it is. Hey, you might call in on your phone. You're you're really really chopping bad on okay. this end. Um, yeah, um, yeah, you um, definitely might. I'm I'm gonna bring Jason on. Uh, Jason's gonna tell his plans for 2017. And then I'm going to try to do a different connection. Hey, Jason, you're on the air. Well, hello. How are you? Good to, good to hear you some tonight. It's uh, good to be on the show again. I uh, This is a great topic here about planning for the future, planning for, you know, getting everything in order. I uh, have a lot of plans. Uh, my problem is I've got a whole lot more plans than i got money. Uh, to do all those plans, but I'm working on it. <laughs> so I uh, I can come up with a lot more ideas than I can come up with money right now. But uh, things are going well. If I all the plans come to fruition, then I won't have to worry so much about the money side of it. So what I'm uh, what I'm looking to do is probably several year plan. Um, you know I uh, I'm an ordained minister and I have children's ministry that I do and. Uh, travel around to different churches and set up carnivals and speak to the children and kids crusades and vacation Bible schools and, you know, uh, camp meetings and that kind of stuff. So, you know, my long-term goal is to be able to go full-time doing that. But uh, in order to do that, what, uh, what I'm wanting to do is to get about four or five trucks running, have drivers hired in those, let the guys drive the trucks. They can make some money and uh, can also use that to uh, help support you know, the traveling around and doing that uh, supplement the uh, stuff I do for the ministry. So that's kind of my long-term goal there. So I'm, I've taken a step toward that. I uh, was able to uh, purchase a truck at a pretty decent, uh, got a pretty good deal on it from uh, some really nice folks that I know. And uh, I, uh, looking to put a driver in it. So I'm in the process right now trying to hire a driver, trying to find one. Um, had a fellow that was in process for a little while and turned out he wasn't going to end up being qualified to, uh, to, to do that. So I'm, uh, looking some more for another driver. So that's kind of what I have. So that's kind of my short term goal right now is first of all, to, to locate a driver and to get someone hired on here so that, uh, we can both make some more money. So that's uh, kind of my, my goals right now. That's kind of what I'm looking at and looking toward the long-term goal of 
you know, having several trucks running, have a small fleet and be able to uh, run that and go more full time doing my children's ministry stuff. So that's uh, kind of what I'm looking at. So if anybody's listening right now, um, is way that they can contact you if they're interested in a driving position with you? Sure, that'd be fine. Uh, not a problem at all. I'm not sure the best way to do that. I don't know that I want to just put my phone number right out there on the air uh, there, but uh, we can do an uh, email address or they can leave a note uh, with, uh, you know, can maybe uh, just message the uh, Trucking 101 Facebook site and uh, we can follow it up from there. might work just a personal message on Facebook. Sure. Um, uh, so, might, might work out about the best. You on Facebook, right? You can uh, your your profile is public. Yep. Is that? Correct? Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can look. Uh, they can look up me, uh, Jason Dirksen, and uh, they can find me there on Facebook, I suppose. And I'm, you know, a member of the Trucking 101 uh, website, so they might be able to find me that way also. So, so. you can search uh, for. Dirksen on Facebook, or you can go to the 1101 on audio uh, Facebook page and send us a message, and we'll get you in contact with him if you're interested. Uh, I tried to change phone lines, but because I direct connected, the only way that I can get on a different line is to end the show. So uh, I don't uh, want to end. The show. We're just gonna muddle through here, and hopefully it turns out. So let's. I'm going to leave you guys on so you can tell me uh, if, if you can't hear me, you need to repeat myself because I don't know what's going on. So you just know what's going on and I'll, I'll do my best. Okay. I'll uh, stick mine on mute. And if I have something to say, I'll unmute it. <laughs> okay. So, um, talk about uh, planning. Uh, uh, Russ has a plan uh, for this year. Jason has a plan for this year. Um, Becky, for this year, I have a plan for this year. So, um, when you're thinking about this year, said don't let it fly by like all the other years. You know, accomplish absolutely nothing. You're already at you know uh, New Year's Eve 2017, ready to go in 2018, and you know nothing's happening. Make a plan. There's things that you can do uh, to help yourself. You can educate yourself. You can listen to audiobooks. Uh, the Audible app on your smartphone. Create an account at audible.com. Have loads of books available uh, that you can listen to, and you absolutely no excuse uh, when you're going down the road. Um, I apologize, I didn't get this up uh, in different directions uh, today, but there, there's a certain number of hours uh, that once you hit that number of hours, uh, educating yourself. It's the equivalent of a master's degree. Now I can't remember the number of the, the, the number of hours, but I'm pretty sure a driver with the amount of time that you have, you can accomplish it in less than a year. It's it's pretty easy. So I mean, I'm educating yourself through audiobooks. Much have the equivalent of a master's degree. That's pretty cool. And it's uh once again, they have books, but they have courses. I have a feature to go to the website called Greatest Course, the courses, languages, vocabulary, all kinds of stuff. So uh, 
not only do they have books, but they have subjects that you can learn about as well. If you have an iPhone, your iPhone comes with an app called iTunes U. Uh, you can uh, listen in on actual college classes that have already been that have already taken place for free. It, it comes with your iPhone. So, uh, top is available. So that's a way that you can educate yourself. Um, you can take online courses. Look into um, if you're interested in into the back of your carrier, some of the four-year degree, you can get a four-year degree while you're driving by taking online courses. So you want to look into them. Uh, it's possible they may only require an associate's degree. That's a two-year degree. That's even easier. So you just need to find out what is required in order to do that you want to do. Plan. Um, uh, Russ, another thing that um, especially new drivers, as soon as they hired on to their carrier, they would want to look into the 401k. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, yes. Um, as soon as as soon as the driver is able to, um, I would put in at least what the company will match as soon as you can. Um, and it's a you know it's amazing how quick that'll grow. I've got a uh, a friend of mine, and I kept twisting his arm and twisting his arm and twisting his arm to put the money in there. And uh, uh, he did it, and then he called me one day complaining. He said, "Man, I'm not building up any money in there." And of course, I asked him what percentage he was putting in there and what the company matched and what have you. And I mean, he was putting and I don't remember the numbers, but he was putting in very very little. And I told him, I said, you know, I said, up until like, I don't remember, I think I told him 10% or whatever. Uh, but anyway, uh, he was absolutely amazed um, as to how quick his 401k started growing. And it didn't really take much of his paycheck. And um, within a couple of years' time, he had several thousand dollars in there uh, towards his retirement. So, yes, by all means, you know, at least get in there what the company will match. Um, and once you've got a few years with a company and you're doing well out here, um, by all means, up it. Um, mine had grown uh, quite significantly uh, before we swapped over to the owner-operator side. So um, in just a few years, um, I had built up over $20,000. And I mean just a few years. Uh, I, probably within about four, I had built up over $20,000 uh, wow. in a 401k. So, um, and that was, you know, the market was doing well also. And um, I, had, uh, I had done a little bit of research uh, on what was um, growing well and what have you. Uh, you know, talked to um, – um, a financial planner, our uh, uh, our 401k plan had, uh, you know, we could call in and talk to some of the people. So I I did a little research uh, on my own even uh, and talking to them. And I was like, okay, well, let's invest in this. And it worked out well. And like I said, really in about four, no more than five years, I had built up um, uh, about 20000 in there. And I think it was four. So – 
I mean, it can be done. And so, I mean, four years of 20,000, I mean, you know, if you drive for 20 years at a company, what are you going to have? Um, and of course I would have eventually upped it again and, uh, you know, retired with a real big chunk of change in that 401k. Of course it's gotten moved since then, since I went to the owner operator side. Yeah. So, once again, we don't have a call screener, so I'm just going to call out your code. Uh, from the 605, you're on the air. Do you have a question or a comment? Hi. Yes. Um, I was wondering, do you guys know anything about drive-away services? Russ? Drive-away services. Uh, are, are you there? Yeah. You, talk, uh, you said drive-away services? Yeah, they contract more and they deliver, like, dump trucks and cement trucks and stuff like that. Oh, you talking about the guys that, like, deliver new trucks and stuff like that and new buses yeah. and what have you? You know what? Um, I've talked to some of the people that have done that, but I I have no experience at all in it um, other than what little – I mean, I've talked to a couple of people, and um, from what I have heard, I mean, um, you know, they'll go, they'll pick up three or four trucks. Sometimes you see them hauling three or four trucks. Um, they get somewhere, they jump on a plane, they go back and get some more. Um, that's about the extent of my knowledge on that. Don't have a clue. Okay. I'll probably have to do some research on the companies. How much experience do you have? How much experience do you have? Driving? Uh, I have about eight years over the road driving semi um, of the, the different types of trucks, belly dump and side dump, bulk. Um Oh, I just wanted to try something different, you know, where you get in the truck and go deliver it. And I was wondering if the companies are legit, and give you good pay and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know anybody that does. So yeah. Yeah, like I said, the the handful of drivers I've talked to have been pretty happy. Um, I tell you what, I would do. I mean, I see them out here uh, a lot. Um, I, I would start looking for one, uh, in a truck stop. And especially if he's heading inside, I'd offer him, offer to buy him dinner or as, you know, see if you can just stop asking him a couple of questions and I would try to find as many of them as I can. And, um, and it, at least start there doing research. And then I would start calling some of the companies and I would also ask the companies, do you have some of your drivers I can talk to? Um, you know, see if they can give you, uh, the, you know, the phone numbers of some drivers or have their drivers contact you um, and get their opinion on the company. Um, that would be my suggestion to, uh, you know, if you wanted to try to get into that is by all means go and learn what you can, um, you know, from the people that are doing it. You know, you know, try to find the right people to ask questions. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have one more caller on the line. Caller on the seven, you're on the air. Hello? Yes. Did you hear yeah, me? you're there. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, my question is, I uh, work for a mega carrier, 
and I am tired of the mega carrier. I want to go own an op, and I've gotten five years' experience, and money-wise, uh, the last two years putting away like five grand a year, a little over five grand, about a hundred bucks a week, and I just want to get out from the mega carrier. I mean, appointment times, it's like they string out a load that's a one-day run and string out for three days, and they think it's like, oh, it's great and wonderful, and I want to go on a hop. I'm ready to take the plunge and trying to find ideas for trucks. But the only thing is, is the emissions on it. I keep hearing Kevin say about the emissions, how bad they are, and I've had some experiences where I've had one truck I set in Colorado at a KW dealer, and they put $22,000 worth of parts in. Oh, you're all good to go to make it to Kansas. And they put another two grand in there, and I make it to Georgia, and it's like make it to a terminal, and then I'm out of the truck. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I created that are, are looking to become an operator uh, is uh, need to get program. You heard of stop holding the wheel and start driving your business. You're breaking up real bad. I can barely make out what you're saying. Yeah, she said she told you to get Kevin's uh, Kevin's program. Stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. I believe is the name of it. Um, my wife has got that, that coming for me for my birthday. Yeah, this awesome she, program. She's already got it coming. She has got that coming. Yeah, absolutely awesome program. Um, what uh, now? Uh, my trucks are leased to a mega carrier. What? Um, but we do have the option. I mean, uh, me and all my drivers, we pick our own freight. So, if you're looking at um, getting away from what's obviously uh, making you mad, I would look into that. I'd look into Landstar. I'd look into Mercer. I'd look into Snyder. Um, I'm not sure who else has the pick your own freight. Um, uh, that's the big three right there. Um, uh, Mercer, Landstar, Snyder are uh, the big ones that I know of um, and uh, have have very good programs. Um, matter of fact, uh, me and Melissa, me, Melissa, and Jason uh, all know people that are running in those programs and are being very, very successful with them. Oh, okay. Very uh, successful. Uh, hear me okay? Am I breaking up? You're still breaking up a little bit, but go ahead. Okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure that, that you know that um, the problems that you're dealing with, the things that you're complaining about, going operator is not going to stop that. It's still going to happen. But it can't be as bad as, as I'm going through now. I, I mean, I've had it load now is 20 hours and it's only a 300 mile run and they strung it out for three days and I've had a bunch of loads that way and it's like I keep telling them all the time that I'm sitting it's like I could have done two trips I could have done three trips I I mean I've had it to where I could have done four extra loads a week and if you start adding that up at the end of the year it's like that's a lot of money you're losing right Going to owner-operator places, like if you went with a Landstar, you have the choice of who you want to haul, you want to pull, and everything like 
that. So if you end up in a situation where you do have that time, you can just go do something else. So that that is that is different. Company driver, owner, operator, but it does take a lot of hard work to uh, find, you know, something that's for both and, and the carrier. Uh, it, you are, but you just work through it and do the work and, and find the good freight. Okay, I could understand a word you said. I caught every third word if I was lucky. Uh, yeah, but you're hearing me okay, though, aren't you? Okay. I, I think I caught what she was saying. Um, um, I think basically she was saying that um, you can still run into the same problems, uh, but being an owner-operator, basically you will have other options to, you know, go do something else or, or whatever. Um, I mean, it still happens to me every now and then, uh, you know, you get out here and, uh, you know, and a cluster happens, uh, but you do have a point. Uh, it doesn't happen to me anywhere near as often. I am it, usually if I'm sitting, I'm sitting because I want to, um, you know, I, I don't book myself on a load that, uh, you know, unless I want to, um, uh, takes me three days to go 300 miles or 600 miles or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, if I do that, then I've just, you know, I've decided that, Hey, I'm going to stop and all visit some friends for a couple of days and then go finish my load. But it still does happen. I mean, every now and then, you know, I'll show up to a place and, um, somebody has screwed up the appointment and guess what? I'm sitting you know, and I may be sitting for a day, day and a half. I, it happens. But you uh, but you are correct. I mean, not near as often. Is that kind of what you were saying, Melissa, or did I miss that? Absolutely correct. Thank you, Jerome. I think right. Thank absolutely. you. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. Yeah, this is Jason again. I uh, have a saying that I use in trucking a lot of times that uh, in trucking, you just have to plan for everything to go wrong. And if something goes right, we'll just work it in. That's uh, kind of how I approach it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm still breaking up or not, but basically covered everything I, I, I want to cover. And apparently sound quality is horrible. Just going to try to finish up here uh, quickly on my stuff. Uh, the main thing is uh, audiobook, go to online courses. I'm going to be posting some stuff on the Facebook page. I got some really good audiobook suggestions that I'm going to put up um, and also some taxes because it's another thing you need to think about, even as a company driver. So if you were in Rust, you were. If you now I can't even talk. If Russ or Jason, if you guys have anything to say, go ahead. Otherwise, I'm just going to go ahead and end the show. Uh, yeah, I I think we're good. Uh, you can go ahead and uh, and shut it down. And uh, yeah, I do have one thing to say. Uh, we are going to buy you a microphone. I <laughs> I guarantee that. We are uh, matter of fact, Jason and I are going to sit here and we're going to discuss it. And you're going to have a microphone uh, when I meet up with you probably on Monday. Thank you very much. Okay. That's all I got. Well, that sounds good. I uh, 
but I think it's uh, you, you hit the nail on the head how important it is to plan for everything and to, to make a plan. Now, sometimes the plan doesn't always work out, but you know, if you, uh, I can't remember the uh, person who said it, but they said, if you aim at nothing, you're sure to hit it. Um, so <laughs> you've got to have a goal and, and plan there and, uh, and shoot for it. And, you know, as, as a company driver, even just getting started just to, uh, you know, as simple as, you know, I need to, to get out here and work and make enough money to, to pay my bills and uh, get the, get my financial stuff in order, get my tax stuff in order, keep all my, uh, you know, just as simple as that. Uh, and just, uh, keeping everything organized and, and proper. It's, I mean, it's just a, a great thing to go ahead and plan for it and to, uh, to, ha to have a goal that you're shooting for. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Okay. Normally I would close, but apparently you can hear me. So I'm just going to go ahead and echo, and I will do my best to make the sound call next week. I apologize for this week. Uh, please, everybody, call in again next Thursday at 8 p.m., and we will have better sound, 